We're capable of all of this. I know it's been a while. Me and my brother was like, well, what's up with the mega cats? I know. I've been fi- finally, I'm starting to get the messages from you. like, uh, what's up? Is everything okay? And it's like, yeah, we'll be back next week, but won't be back the week after that. Enjoy. <laughs> We're the worst. We Ladies and gentlemen. Let's go. Welcome. We're going to give it to you. And Steve Mix. You are now entering. The Megacast. Big Z. Ted, we got to get right into We're it. We're back. We've been letting people down left and right. People are emailing me, direct messaging me, stopping by my house. It's insane. No, no, no. I was like, well, I heard from my brother. Like, when I hear from people in my family, like, what's up with the Megacast? I'm like, all right, all right. We got to we gotta do one. We were here last week. We just didn't put one out. We legit were in this room, and it was yet again one of our secret episodes, which are the ones where we never start recording, and we just bitch to each other for a good 30, 45 minutes. Correct. We needed it. Yeah. And it'll probably happen from time to time. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> just know that we're putting in the time. We're just not putting in the work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if that makes sense. That makes no sense. But hey, I'm with you. Here we Dude, are. I'm going to start using that as like a coaching technique or just drinking with buddies. Like, yeah. Like, I see you putting in the time, but are you putting in the work? Oh, man. Can't you, you just show up? The way you just said that, you sound like Ted Lasso. <laughs> right. That's a Ted Lassoism. <laughs> right. So I'm going to steal that. Do it. <laughs> you have to do that at a bar. <laughs> are you talking to any of the girls here? Or are you just drinking with your friends and keeping it safe? Yeah, you're here. Yeah. You're putting in the time. I can't deny you that. Now, what I'm asking you, son, are you putting in the work? <laughs> Please save that for a time where I'm there with you. <laughs> that way I can fall on the floor and just start laughing like I'm Peppa Pig in one of those shows. It's a bad children's show, relate, but you know. Well, have I told when, you? When the pigs laugh, they fall over and then they laugh on their sides for some reason. Oh, yeah. 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 Peppa Pig. Yeah. <laughs> or as they say it in uh, the Spanish version, Peppa Pig. Oh, <laughs> Peppa Pig. <laughs> we were listening to Peppa Pig in the car. And then when the CD or the, when the streaming of that album is done, it just goes to some other kid's stuff. And it went to the Spanish version of the Peppa Pig theme song. <laughs> and it was great because Tim, we're just listening. I didn't even notice it. And then finally, Tim's like, Daddy, they're saying it weird. And I'm like, what? And I turn it up and it's like, it's Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig. <laughs> I see. You just heard the same like cadence and it didn't even dawn on you. It was no, in Spanish. I, dude, it's just like wallpaper at this point. I always want to find the Peppa Pig Spanish version. I'll look for it. <laughs> Do you follow that guy? What's his name? Tony something. He's a comedian and he does the voiceovers for the animals. No. Oh, it's great on Instagram. I uh, love that guy. I have not heard when, it. When yet. you said talk about animals on their side laughing, it's always like cats like pap pap. Peppa Pig. I think that's the first time I've heard the opening of Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. How you been? Good. Well, I got it. So I'm stealing that line. And then the other thing is I've been taking some road trips in the uh, in the old car. Uh-huh. So I don't, the radio doesn't work, which is odd for someone that works on the radio. 
So I, I can't I can't judge. I can't give you a hard. Time. I still haven't found the radio feature on my new Kia. I just I know it's there. I haven't bothered to even like hit the button. So I'm an old guy. I just put on Pandora on my phone. Okay, but one is called Tailgate Radio. Oh, perfect. That's that's, that's your that's your radio right there. Yeah, but it's got a lot of country songs. So some of the people I hang out with there aren't country fans. So I just take the taglines from the song. It's like the other day at the bar. I was like, well, it's like I always say, God is great. Beer is good, and people are crazy. <laughs> Who sang this song? I don't know, but it's a super popular song. It's somebody, if, if somebody knows, they're smart enough to go, wait, you're just quoting a song. He's doing that, too. That's fantastic. <laughs> but it sounds like something I would say. Did you know that the boys around here, they drink ice cold beer? <laughs> right? That's all I know. I don't know many country songs. <laughs> I don't even know any other ones, man. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm a country guy now. I saw Taylor Swift. Well, I was in, I was outside the you stadium. You tailgated Taylor, I tailgated Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor yes. Swift. Uh, did uh, Sarah from my show hit you up? No, but I texted Danny, uh-huh. and I said, hey, man, are you here? And he's like, no, I'm at no effect. Sarah has my tickets. And I was like, yeah. all right. Sarah's not very happy with you. Why not? Well, because I was talking about the bracelet phenomenon, and I said, oh, Ted got four of them, and she looked pissed. Oh, would she only get like one? Zero. Oh. I believe she finished with zero. Maybe she got one, but I'm pretty sure she got zero, and she was there looking. Well, you know what, Sarah? This is fine. All right, most situations, the cute blonde woman is going to get most of the benefits. I was an oddity at this show, all right? T-Swift fans, like, it's a single dude in your 40s tailgating? Like, I was fun and adventurous to I him. told her, you also bribed somebody with a white claw. That is true. Which was the funniest thing. So, like, <laughs> we didn't get to talk about this last week. For some reason, I thought we did. But then again, yes, we didn't do a show last week. But I saw Ted, and, and you were telling me about all this. And I jokingly just went, did you get a bracelet? Because apparently that's all the... That's that's what happens at Taylor Swift shows now. They've just embraced that. You make bracelets and you put yeah. like album titles, song titles. Look what you made me do is the first one I got. I think uh, Eddie Vedder had a 1989 one. I got a red one, one that says red. That's an album. Yep. yep. There you go. So I jokingly said that to Ted. He's like, funny you mentioned that. And opens up his bag and pulls four Taylor Swift bracelets out. It was awesome. And, and one of them you got because, well, you bribed a person. Yeah, with a white claw. Which is fantastic. Hey, look, trade's a trade, man. And she was 13. Not a big deal. <laughs> Just me. This I know. Every time I tell that story, everybody was like, all right, all right. I get it. It was Taylor Swift. I was like giving drinks to children. <laughs> oh, Sarah. That's pretty funny. She didn't get any. Oh, she was not happy when I told her that. Oh, yeah. Ted got some. <laughs> Ted. Yeah. From the bedroom. That Ted. Yeah, that Ted. She's like, I'm going to talk to him. So I didn't know if she did this week. I meant to give you a warning. That you might have a fired up Sarah. When do they, do they do their podcast? I think they did it today. All right, all right. I'll I'll, I'll, got, I'll make sure next time if I know she's around because they're it. still in my bag. Yes, I'll just put all four of them on and just be like, "Hey, just like talk with my wrist." Yes, constantly <laughs> scratch your face. Yeah, play with your beard. Start shaking them. Oh, yeah. these things. Oh, you didn't get any. I mean, feel like the fans are just giving them away to anybody that's a real Swifty. Yeah, I mean, this is just a fraction of the bracelets that I got at the show. Jeez. <laughs> I was telling one of my friends, only losers don't get any bracelets. I guess you're not a real fan. Yeah. That no, sucks. People saw right through it. Yep. Poser. <laughs> Ted Talks. Starring Beatrix Smith. All right, Steve. All right, let's go. This is a simple one this week. I'm in. Now, for most of the country, they have been sweating their asses off. Yes. All right? It has been summer since early June, and they're over it. But not here in the Northwest. We're just kind of reaching our halfway mark. 
We got Seafair this weekend. Blue Angels flying over the hydroplanes. TED Talk this week. Grill. Swim. Enjoy. Grill. Swim. Enjoy. Enjoy. It sounds I'm like just, a, right, a I'm Bloodhound just, Gang song. Yeah, it's the first week in August. Like Whether you go to Seafair or not, I'm just saying, like fire up the grill, man. Get out there. Have we, some fun. We will be barbecuing this Saturday. Oh, are you? Well, we barbecued yesterday. We barbecue all the time at my house. Granted, it's not your kind of barbecue because it's all plant-based. Well, but you're grilling. But we're going to uh, our boy Munson's house. Uh, it's his lady, Megan's birthday. It's oh, actually no today. Happy birthday, Megan. Happy but birthday, Megan. But we're going on uh, Saturday to go celebrate, bring the kid, have a good time in their backyard. And of course, Munson's got a giant, <clears throat> a giant, uh, like not a Traeger, but one of those smokers. Oh, smokers. Good yeah. for him. Munson's a genius. He gets a Traeger from Costco, uses this thing until it stops working, and then brings it back because apparently I did not know this, but Costco's kind of like Nordstrom. You can return anything. All right. So long as you have every part, the instructions, you could bring back anything. And he did. And so he brought back his Traeger, which was just like used to the, I mean, he used the thing. And got a, a new lot. one? And they just gave him back. They He ended up trading in and getting a different brand, but a, a nicer, bigger version. Awesome. I know. I'm like, no way. He's like, oh, yeah. And he goes, sometimes I get my summer clothes there, and I bring it back, and I can trade it in for winter clothes. I'm like, you got to be messing with me, man. You, you're not going that hardcore. But I, you know what? I can believe Munson doing something like that. Yeah, that fits, but good for him. Oh, See, you're already the TED Talk, you're already doing it. I'm living it, brother. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We it's had, summertime. Uh, Let's get out there. We had some field roast sausages last night, corn. Always have corn. Yeah. In, in my opinion, you ain't barbecuing if you don't have corn. Correct. And then uh, some and a salad, you know, because the wife was helping out. Yeah. Well, what I mean, you could make like a pasta salad, a potato salad. Yep. Typically, she'll just mix up a bunch of potatoes and vegetables and tinfoil it up and then put it on the smoker. That's a good call. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. What so kind good. of seasoning you using? Uh, whatever she's putting in it, I have no idea. But All it's right. delicious. There, uh, the Kinder's some vegan butter, some some salt, pepper, and other things. All right, Kinder's is my brand. What the hell do they do? They have a bunch of different seasonings, but they have one that's just literally SPG: salt, pepper, garlic. And it, I mean, it works on almost anything. I was gonna say, I can put that on anything there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically what it is. Now, don't get me wrong; you don't need a ton of it. It is it is potent. But no. it's it's just easy, like like those veggies. You hit it with that salt, pepper, garlic, like th- put it in the pan. You're good to go. Ted, uh, this is very random. Has nothing to do with barbecuing, but you just said you had to do it in a little bit of doses. This morning we were talking about. Have you ever used smelling salt? <laughs> I I the only time I have used a smelling salt was when I had a concussion at a practice once. Uh huh. So they didn't work. Oh, but they try to get you to come through, or you were just like loopy. That's how you kind of know. Yeah, because it should be just. Jolting, but if like I broke one and sniffed it, and I was like, I think this one's broke. Oh, and then they were like, take your helmet off. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. That's so nowadays people are using smelling salts before they lifted stuff, but back in the day, smelling salt like there was a couple crazy psychos that might use it to fire themselves up, but that mainly was how you kind of knew if somebody was really messed up in the head or not. Okay, because we were talking about it because there's a guy at my gym, younger guy. And before he's ever like, it seems like whenever he's doing chest day, you, know, you see these people every day. So you kind of get to see what their routines are. And this guy's got a bottle and he does the smelling salt and then gets under there and just <laughs> max out, goes crazy. He's not even that big of a guy. I'm like, I wonder if how much that helps him. Yeah. I mean, that's the new craze. Oh yeah. We, then we found a bottle called bottled insanity and it's a smelling salt. Yeah. Like I follow a guy on Instagram. That's like a baseball dude. What's it? Juco something as he played junior college. And he has like his own line of smelling salts and stuff. That's crazy. But he lifts heavy, heavy. 
Yeah, I never have like, been that extreme. Although I kind of want to see what it would do. Are you? Well, you're a pre-workout guy, right? Yeah. See, I've never used that stuff either. Honestly, I don't even know if that helps. <laughs> yeah. I, I, to me, it's no different than coffee or Red Bull. Like, it may, I think it just kind of it just kind of evens me out. I'm always just so tired. Like, I, I unless I put like an exorbitant or exorbitant amount, I think that's the right word uh, of uh, pre-workout in, then I might feel a little bit of the tingles. Right. But like just a scoop, I don't even know if it's helping me at all. Yeah, and I'm a psycho. I don't even use headphones. You know, I'm starting to use less. I use headphones for cardio. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to do it less when I do actually uh, work out, like, you know, just weights. Yeah, so, like, there's always some music on. There is music on. It's questionable. Some of the times it so sucks. It's very questionable. But every once in a while, I mean, look, that's how I fell back in love with Don Henley. Was At the, the gym? The gym I used to go to. Why um, are they listening to Don Henley? I, Osi- on Wednesday, Osiris had, like, a slower whatever uh, mix and yeah uh, and a New York Minute came on I would I remember in between sets being like I like this song who the hell is this and then I had to look it up I was like ah, Don Henley I mean I say I was listening to B- BG's Essentials the other day while I was well, at the gym phenomenal like I love the BG's remember the time did I help you get more hooked on the Bee Gees? You did. And yeah. The, and then, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, our buddy Sean bought a Bee Gees record. Yes. And I mean, we spent, I think last summer, I mean, we we probably wore that record out. I remember blowing your mind when I played the Bee Gees oh, one night. Oh, yeah, that song. Right. So that's, I started you're a the joke. One, right. You're the one that kind of got me. I was like, no kidding. You are the one. Yeah, because you were just like, I only knew these guys as disco. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. The disco stuff is cool. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love the B, but the BGs when they were like just a straight up like almost yacht rock or whatever. I don't even know what to describe them as. They were just kind of weird, trippy man. They were trippy. <laughs> they were like folky and trippy, and the voices were amazing. I started a joke, man. That song hits me every time. Oh, I love that's it's on. The, so I guess he has the greatest hits because it's on that record. Wow. And we we're, we're always like, hey, you gotta listen to this one. But yeah, ever, I'm with you, dude. I'm Team BGs. Have you ever heard Faith No More's version of "I Started a Joke"? Probably with you. Yeah, I wonder if we did. I, yeah, I can't remember. It's so freaking good. If there's a Faith No More song, it's either you or Thrill who has approached me about That's it. That's a very good point. Yeah. What if you could do SEO smarter oh, what the hell is this? Well, it's YouTube. you got to get a commercial in. I know. I don't have my account logged in. Yeah, I'd say at home I have YouTube premium because of Tatum. Oh, that's a good call. Put your hands and legs together for... There it is. Let's listen to a little bit of it. It's so good. Yeah, remember Ted looking like, he's like, what? this is not the Bee Gees. This is the Faith the More version, though. That's yeah. Mike Patton. And the video is trippy, too. Yeah, it is. Because we were watching it on YouTube. That's right. And some other guy singing in the video, like he's doing karaoke. That the joke was on what I always loved about Faith No More is they do these covers and they wouldn't even like try and make them into like a Faith No More song. They're just like, no, we're just going to stay true. Like when they covered Easy. See, I go back and forth on that. I do too. I'm with like, you. Like, I think it's fine. And like, if I'm at a concert, I, I want to hear them just do a cover. Yes. But then also, sometimes when the songs become huge, it's like, well, you should change it a little bit. Just give you like a little disturbed, sound. right? Yeah. Like, what was that? Song of Silence? But like, they made oh, it a disturbed song. got a good voice freaking love that voice ted yeah I, I go back and forth i think with faith the more i like it because it's just like they're just such a, a heavy aggressive band and then they do something like so soothing and so calm like that i'm like that's pretty freaking cool yeah i guess sometimes i don't know especially during like there was a lot of covers to come out and i'm like well it's a good cover but i was like that's just people 
that could sing just singing a song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. You know true. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, mix it up. Make it sound like your band. Yeah. Like, like Marilyn Manson, I still say, has, has always done a great job covering songs. I mean, look, I'll always take uh, Cake, I Will Survive, is like probably my favorite cover song of all time. That's your favorite of all time? That's a pretty damn good song. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I might put, like, I love Faith No More is easy. I love Marilyn Manson. Obviously, Sweet Dreams is great, but I also love when he did Tainted Love. Yeah, that's pretty good. Typo negative. Um, which one did they do? Summer Breeze. That was pretty freaking awesome. I mean, obviously, you'd have to put All Along the Watchtowers like the quintessential cover. That's one where the cover is better than the original. Right. Dylan even said it. Like, yeah, yeah. that's Jimmy's song. To be honest, I even like the Dave Matthews Band cover of that song better than the original. God, I haven't listened to Dave in forever. I, I, I never listened. I used to listen to Dave Matthews in college all the time. Yeah, I definitely went through a Dave Matthews phase. We all do. And then we realize we have better things to do. No, I like Dave Matthews. I like Dave Matthews. I still have never. I've always wanted to see him at the Gorge for one of those weekend yeah, ones. Yeah, I, I, I think about it too. And I should do it. Because Tom Petty, every year I'd be like, dude, I'll go see him next summer. Then yeah. he died. Now, I don't think Tom Dave Matthews is going to die. But I'm no. like, what if they just decide, like, all right, that was the last one. Right, they used to do it every year, Labor Day weekend, and then they stopped for a while, and then they, they kicked it back off again. Yeah. All right, next year. Labor Day weekend. Whatever, whenever Dave Matthews is a gorgeous. If it's Labor Day weekend, it's Labor Day weekend. We're going. <laughs> All right. Before we get to sports, I have a TED Talk What's from up? Tatum. Oh, nice. Tatum, for some reason now, she's a ham. She loves when I put the video on her. She'll start performing. I think it's that time we brought her to a radio station ever since then. So I have an app where it like- How old is she now? She's uh, going to be four in December. Yeah, that's about right, though, for a little girl. She And she always needs to let you know what her name is. All right. And then she describes what's going on. So I had like this app I found. like You could record audio in your phone, like any of those. But it shows like the wave file. Like It shows like you know your voice going up and down on there. And so she wanted to play on there. So, of course, I had to record it. Mind you, in the background, the wife ski is doing what the wife ski should do. And that's vacuum. I'm kidding. But she was vacuuming at the time. Uh, but here's Tatum. Is that and- why you call her Roomba? <laughs> yes, of course. It's her middle name, really, Ted. I mean, that's, I'm not that disrespectful. It's Sydney Rin- Roomba. Migliori. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. How many five-year-olds would it take to tackle you? Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. How many, was that say how many five-year-olds would it take to tackle you? That's, that's a good question. It's going to come up during sports. <laughs> I think for Tatum, well, only one. Yeah. She's not even four. Like, that's not a good question you for her. I'm pretty sure a one-year-old could tackle her. She's going to get demolished, dude. <laughs> Sometimes Lulu at seven or ten pounds can tackle her. All right, here's Tatum. This is Tatum, and I am a daughter, and this is my great daddy, Daddy Lou. Hi. That's right, her great daddy, Daddy Lou. Daddy Lou. High five. High five. High five. She loves high fives. It's awesome. So, Paso, my pony and stuff covered up in there, and I hope we are great. Lost and lost and lost and lost. Have a great day for new day and days and the days and the days. Have a great, great day, day for a new day. For a new day. And the days and the days and the days. That's what she said. All right, I thought that's what she was saying. <laughs> and the days. She sounds like a like a preacher. <laughs> and the days and the, and the days, days and the, and the days. days. <laughs> Oh, 
spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people. Great popcorn. By the way, Smith Family Beer Garden jumping off in Cape Cod. Are they going crazy? It looks like they're doing good. My brother was up there. He said it looks awesome. Uh, I do find it kind of funny that like the main bartenders, my cousin Pat, he doesn't drink. But yeah, I was talking to him. I was like, he's like, dude, I drank enough that I can just kind of guess. Yeah. Because you know how it is. Like, people are always like, well, which beer? And he'll just be like, well, I like this one. It's like, well, yeah, they don't have to know you don't actually drink them. No, just say it with confidence. They'll be like, dude, great choice. You know me all too well. <laughs> right. And like, look, I don't want to offend beer people here, but if you've had one, I. Hazy IPA. Like, you could kind of be like, all right, well, this one's a hazy one. No. This one's citrusy. Direct your complaints to the Ted Smith. <laughs> I believe every beer has its own unique flavor. <laughs> By the way, I find it amazing that, like, the beer culture now, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, me, the, like, the donkeys, we were always light beer, shotgun yeah. and stuff. I just, I love now that that's, like, like cool and hip. Yep. Like athlete shotgun beers. I told you Joe's son is in a fraternity at uh, UW. So he had all this equipment. They were having a big party in the spring. So he so Joe was like, You want to go over and check it out? I'm like, sure. Of course. So it just shocked me. Like it's a it's a rush week for a fraternity. And mm-hmm. like the dudes I expected, but like there's like all these like chicks in their twenty like early twenties just shotgunning beers and crushing them. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome. So it's like I grew up in the wrong time. <laughs> I'm just it just it blows my mind. But like you see like Mahomes and Kelsey with their yeah. golf fit. I just I think it's awesome. And oh that, hell yeah. And like I get where some people are like for a while it was like, oh, I hate bro culture and this and that. And I was like, well, look, I'm a little bit older, but I'm still a bro. And there's a lot of parts of bro culture that are super fun. Right. I mean, there's obviously douches in any walk of life. I mean, you have douchey hipsters. You have douchey smart head, like nerds. You have douchey whatever. The, the good bros are the best bros. <laughs> I mean, it's so much fun. It's simple. We have a good time. You just want to crush some beers and laugh. Right. I mean, not every bro is like, you know, doing awful things, saying inappropriate comments to people and all that kind of crap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I would say, too, it's like when we used to go on that hockey trip, right? Like, oh, that's the ultimate bro weekend. Right. It's like they're going to drink a bunch of beer. They're going to go eat barbecue at uh, and whatever or, uh, the at Red, Red Lion. Lion. Yeah. Right? It's like, right. It's pretty simple. There's like 12 dudes on a party bus. Yeah. Like, what do you think they're going to do? And at no point did any of us cross the line other than with each other. Right. <laughs> All right, good news, Steve. Yes. The Mariners are 55 and 51. I know. So today we're recording this on a Tuesday. I'll probably put this up on Wednesday. But yes, for I once. I forgetting it's Tuesdays. I'm I, looking I at know, you. dude. This is throwing me off. It has really screwed me up. We're doing it a day early. Yeah. And I'm not happy about that because all day I've been thinking today is Wednesday because I'm like, I'm going to see Ted today. It's Wednesday. No, it's Tuesday. Now I'm a day behind. Thanks, Ted. I got to go see my arthritis doctor tomorrow. <laughs> I guess this is growing up. <laughs> But, dude, I thought that, too. For once, we're doing the podcast where they're not one game over or one game under or right at 500. Yeah. And, like, look, this is about the same time of year last year they started heating up. Yeah. Like, they already they, sold, man. They got rid of every lever. Yeah. That didn't look so hot. That was a we- I know. It's like they got rid of a couple of good players, and then they won last night. Yeah. 
I mean, I yeah, I've said it before. Like for Mariners fans, it's just tough. Yes. I just I very much question if that if that team if that organization really wants to win. Oh, and, and baseball is notorious for it. Yeah, like the NFL, it, it's hard to it's hard to not put in a giant effort in the NFL just because there's so few teams and it's so massive. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like baseball, there's a couple basketball cities where I'm like, those organizations don't care. They're just no. collecting money. No, the, the Mariners are just enjoying their TV deal and making a crap ton of money and not spending enough of it. Baseball makes so much money off of like corporate stuff. It's, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter if there's like three thousand people. In, I mean, obviously you want a lot of people in the stands, but the the attendance is not what makes them their money. No, not at all. They not even careless. close. No. All right, so they're doing good though. Yes, they're winning some games. Uh, the Sounders just suck. They got their ass whooped on Sunday in that League's Cup or whatever that was. And they're off for a few weeks, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just like God. It's disgusting. Like they just I mean, they won that uh CONCACAF Champions League last year. And it's all been downhill since then. It has. Yeah. Like I, I forget the stat, but it's something I mean, just awful. It's like, God damn. Like we suck. Was it worth it? Last year, I said yes. Yeah. At this point this year, I'm like, all right, like somebody somebody's somebody in that locker room has to just I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's Stefan. I, you know, like someone, someone of the leadership on the team has to sit in that locker room and remind them that, look, we are Seattle Sounders FC. Yeah. Okay. We make the playoffs. We play for championships. Like, seem like after we won that one, all Everything of a sudden. turned off. Yeah. And it's, and you keep waiting for it to like turn back on, but it's like, well, we can't just flip that switch. We're past that point. We're not that good. So, I think, and I think they need D. Ted Smith to go in there and do the Ted Lasso speech. Right. What was it again? <laughs> right. I see you here putting in the hours. I see you putting in the time, son. Time. But are you putting in the work? It's not enough to just show up on this practice field and run through some drills. I need you to be 100% at these drills. Look, practice doesn't make perfect, Steve. Perfect practice makes perfect. All right. Now, <laughs> so they're not good. <laughs> Actually, I stole that from one of my old coaches. Shout out to it. Coach Prada. Uh, speaking of bad soccer, I stayed up, watched the United States women national team last night. What time did that game go on again? Midnight. Why? Well, it's in. it was in Auckland, New Zealand. Okay, fair. <laughs> did you think they started a game at midnight here? I don't know anymore. It's a Women's World know. Cup, Steve. You know, there's a lot to put on on television. They had to wait till they had a good time slot. You looked at me like I was insane when I was, I literally, I walk in and I go, I stayed up for that BS last night and it sucked. And I'm like, what? What right. did you stay up for? And I'm like, Women's World Cup. And he's like, what? I'm like, it started at midnight. There's no chance I would A, stay up, and there's no chance I would stay awake even if I did stay up. Well, the next game is Sunday morning at 2 a.m. Okay, yeah, that's not going to happen. Oh, I'm just going to stay up Saturday night and watch it. Oh, okay. So Sunday, so, oh, geez, man. Yeah. So you'll be nice and sober. Oh, no, I'll be a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, that's what happened in the Men's World Cup, Steve. I had been out. It was December. It had been like Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. Me and a couple friends, we stay up all all morning, all night yep. into the morning, just chugging beers, eating food. By the time it got into extra time, it ends up going to goal kicks, like the greatest final ever. I fell asleep during extra time. <laughs> <laughs> you finally hit your wall. I did. Like, I can't do it anymore. Right. It's like me every night when my wife falls asleep. I'm like, let's go watch some wrestling. You know, last night, watching Cody Rhodes' documentary on Peacock, which is fantastic. All right. And it's just getting really, really good. What happens? Old Steve over here falls asleep. 
I was just like, you know, my couch. I was just on that changed lounge and just curled up. I've fallen asleep many a times on that couch. Right. I was just like, damn it. I was, and then when I got up, my buddy's like, dude, you missed probably the greatest World Cup final ever. Of course. But that's so I'm saying this game starts at two. I should be able to make it. I've already told my buddy, like, all right, we got to fire up the air fryer at like 1 30 and get food going get again. Some food going. Fourth meal. Uh, let's see. F1. The, the Max Verstappen is just that good. That yeah. car is too fast. Pierre Gasly, like, come on, you got to get points. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I'll tell you the other thing, too. I know I'm getting older. I am so effing pumped. What do you mean to a watch- guy going to go to an arthritis doctor next week? You're <laughs> not getting any older. I'm counting down the days until we can see some football. Oh, dude, I think it would, we're five Sundays away. Something I like that. I think I heard something like that where I was like, ah, let's go. I got myself my Geno Smith uh, throwback jersey. I saw that. I'm pretty fired up about it. That's good. I don't even care if the... Because someone's like, well, I mean, he's not planning to last a couple of seasons. I'm like, I don't care. This is a purchase just to show love for a man who never gave up his dream. And it's a great name to have on a jersey. You could wear that forever, Steve. I agree. I agree. That Smith last name, freaking awesome. I should get one that just says Migliori. That would be hilarious. <laughs> like, who's this guy? <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, either way, sports and stuff. But I hope people this weekend, like, I don't know. Like, I... There's a lot of great things about the Northwest, but Seafair, that weekend is just awesome. I love watching the Blue Angels, yep. like hydroplanes. I mean, it is. I'm going to be out on a boat Saturday for the Angels, and it's just nice. It's my favorite. ADD Central. Oh, gosh. There's boats yeah. racing around, then there's jets, then there's dudes hopping out of helicopters. Well, dude, recently I was in the Tacoma area when they were doing all those, the, the, it's kind of like the Blue Angels, whatever those fighter planes are. They were doing like some oh, air show. Oh, for the Air Force. And it was crazy because we were just driving back and we were on, uh, uh, we were getting going from I-5 to 512, but on in the new Kia Sportage that I have, it's nice. an entire, oh, dude, it's so awesome. Shout out to Kia Puyallup, good people there. It has a giant sunroof, like the entire top of the, the it's all Do you know glass. how to open it now? Yeah, I figured it out. Dude, come on, cut me some slack. I had it for like a week <laughs> when we were driving around in it. <laughs> I'm hitting all these buttons while trying to drive. I'm almost getting into an accident because the thing's opening, things closing. It was, but I had it fully open, and one of those one of those planes flew right over us, and we could see it while we were stuck at the light. And it was freaking That's awesome because awesome it was like, I mean, it wasn't super low, but low enough where it was like, what the f is that? It was awesome, dude. I remember being a kid and we were playing baseball down by at uh, it doesn't matter what the school was. I think it was Mount Calvary. Okay. Anyhow. It's by Andrews Air Force Base in Maryland, and they had an air show going on, and at one point, I think the umpire just called time, because it's like everybody was just staring up at the sky, yeah, how do you watching the planes. Yeah. It's like, right, you got a bunch of 11-year-old boys playing baseball, and you got jets zooming around. Wait, they're going to stay focused? Right? Don't, don't get mad at them. Let them just enjoy like, the moment. Like, just time out. Let's take 10 minutes and watch the air show. Yeah, exactly. Let's, this will be way less frustrating if we just let them enjoy it. All right, Ted, before we go, I do have one thing I want to contribute to the sports. You heard a little bit of that audio. So do you know who uh, Derrick Henry is? Yeah, the running back? Yeah. For, for the Tennessee Titans? Titans. Big Play, dude. Played at Alabama? Okay, so you absolutely know who it is. King well, Henry. Well, somebody decided to ask during the press conference oh, a couple of days okay. ago. They asked their coach, uh, Mike Vrabel, and they said, how many five-year-olds do you think it would take to tackle Derrick Henry? Which I thought was a great question. I mean... That would you, You're talking a lot of kids. All right, so here's uh, Vrabel's answer. How many five-year-olds would it take to tackle Derrick Henry? Uh, and that's ton. 
Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, it just flashed in my mind, and I'm just picturing Derek Henry running over children. I'm like, I, I'm not going to say a number because this would be awful. Well, he continues to go on. <laughs> I don't even know if they could. How many kids would die in the process, I would imagine. I don't know. Do I- this guy. <laughs> Have you seen? I mean, Derek Henry big boy. trucks people. Yeah, now you're asking five year olds to run him over? Yeah. Do I need to give you a number? Like a le- legitimate number? Well, let's say he's got 80? A 10 yard wide space. It would probably take 35. Right. You want to try it? Test it out? Yeah, can we try it? Sure, as long as you're one of the five year olds. He sounds so annoyed with that reporter. He's like, whatever, man. Then Here's they, the worst part. Do you yeah. think parents would be like, yeah, sure, I'm going to trot my kid out there to try to tackle Derrick Henry. This will be a lifelong memory. Like, yeah, because he's going to have brain damage. Well, depends on which parent you ask. Dad's a big Titans fan or mom's a big Titans fan. Like, I get to meet Derrick Henry? That's what I'm saying. Junior, let's go. Put your helmet on. Then Steve, they, I wouldn't let you try to go out there and tackle him. You're no, a full-grown adult in great no, shape. No, I'm not, there's not a chance. Right? There's zero chance. And I'm sure I'm not going to let Tatum, granted she's only three, but there's no chance. <laughs> and then, do you all just swarm them at the same time? That's your best chance, I feel like. If you have 35-year-olds running right at you. Have you seen the video of Tyreek Hill and the, the women football players? No. There's like 20 of them, and uh-huh. he's just going to return a punt. Uh-huh. And say, and I think they're all like high school or college age, so they're not kids. But like he fields it, and he's just kind of – but he's just so fast. Like yeah. He just kind of like ju- does like two jukes and then hits the corner, and he's just gone. Really? Oh, I got to yeah. go look that up. Yeah. All right, so then they also asked their offensive lineman, Aaron Brewer, the same question. This week. Coach said it would take 35 five-year-olds to tackle Derrick Henry in the 10-yard box. 35 five-year-olds to tackle Derrick Henry in the box? In the box. In your box. I don't think it'd take 35. I think it'd take about a good, like, 200, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right, he's only got to get 10 yards. Like, he's plowing through those kids. It'd probably be, yeah, 35, not enough. When you were five, would you have taken on that task? I would. I'd, I went at them ankles. That's, yeah, that's, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Smart. Now I'm now I'm in my head. I'm like coaching up five year olds, just like dive at his ankles. Yeah, roll into him. One of you just hit his boys, right? And then whoever headbutt his boys. There's just one kid. I'm gonna get him all hopped up on sugar and just get in his <laughs> face and be like, listen. When they got him, on, like get him close on his ankles. You dive. Listen, you Jimmy. take the crown of that helmet. <laughs> Here, more fun dip. Uh, eat, the, eat the whole thing. Yeah, swallow that that spoon as well. Let's go. Yeah, get all yeah. hopped up. Do you want a Nintendo Switch? You take him down. You ever had an energy drink? <laughs> Yeah, here, crush this. Yeah, it's called bang. Just drink it. Here's a little smelling salt, kid. Jeez. Here's some bottled insanity. Snort it. Let's go. I always said, like, how many like little people do you think it would take to beat you up? Yeah, but that's yeah, that's different though. Yeah. Because they're stronger. Alright, well, how about how many five year olds? If, if, like, let's just say uh, 205 year olds start coming at you. Well, that would be frightening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, but I'm not Derek Henry. No, I think it can take like 10 five-year-olds, no problem. Yeah. But then I think it's going to get overwhelming after that. Yeah, there's just so many of them. Yeah. It's like <laughs> he's getting attacked by squirrels. <laughs> How many squirrels do you think it'll take to get down Derek Henry? Honestly, 12. 
because they bite. Yeah, they were pretty ferocious. <laughs> yeah. I'm just imagining him running and there's just 12 squirrels like biting him. All I know is I hope, I don't know if I, I didn't find it. I hope maybe they'll post it at some point. Somebody's got to ask Derrick Henry how many he thinks he can take down. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird question for him, though. I do like Ravel, though. He, he's a no BS kind of guy. Oh, dude, it was great. So I came across, while I was looking for that audio, I came across this from last year when somebody asked him a question and he just called out the reporter, and it's freaking great. And having that conversation about not making the big mistakes and things like that for a couple weeks now, the offense goes out and you get a penalty from one of your key guys on the, on the first series, end up in second and 22 or whatever. What's that say about kind of the message getting through and guys kind of doing, not doing the things that you've been talking about for three weeks? Yeah, that's going to be a a quick answer to an incredibly terrible, uh, long question. (laughs) (laughs) He was a stud, too, when he played for the Pats. The name sounded familiar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's caught a couple touchdowns. Like, <laughs> Dude, you talked about how you're feeling old because of the uh, arthritis doctor. Yeah. You want to feel old? BJ was telling me this morning, he was talking about this guy, Yastrzemski, that plays- uh, Carl Yastrzemski? Not, not, oh, uh, the old baseball player? A current player with oh. the last name of Yastrzemski. I'm like, oh, is that guy any relation? Think he's going, oh, yeah, that's his son. He goes, yeah, he's Carl's, uh, Carl's grand- grandson. Yeah. I was like, What? Carl Yastrzemski's got a grandson in baseball. Oh man, I hate when like I see like a NHL player getting hired as a coach, and I remember when he came into the league as a rookie. You're like, God, yeah, someone slow this world down. Well, dude, it's not only that. I'm at the point now when I watch like the NBA or NFL draft. It's like, all right, yeah, his girlfriend's attractive. Show the mom. <laughs> well, I mean, the mom's in my age range. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's the right. truth, right? It's very fair. It's like, can you believe his mom's that hot? Like, yeah. Yeah. She's super fit and like 44. <laughs> I know, dude. I recently I wrestled a dude and he posted a picture. I'm like, oh, man, he's got a hot girl he's with. And then, he po- and then I, re- I read the caption. It's his mom. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like in his 20s. His mom is like early 40s. Makes sense now. Yeah, I have a couple friends in our industry that I forget how much younger they are than yeah. I am. But yeah, I'll be on Facebook like, oh, of course he's got a hot mom. Yeah, yeah. Who's still like younger than us. Yeah. Or like the same age. I'm just like, yep. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit, Ted. Yeah. Well, I mean, try. I mean, right. Like, you know, mo- you know, like I'm not going to use the term, but, you know, there's certain term from attractive mothers. Yes. It's like, well, I can't click on that. They're just my age. <laughs> You guys, you got to go up to the gills now. Yeah, right. Okay, well, we should get out of here. Yeah, we should. Uh, I was going to play. I was going to. Now, now it's not the right time. I was going to end the show with some more fine words from my daughter. No. But now. And you're out next week? I'm out. I'm off to Dallas. All right. For a radio convention where we're going to learn how to be better. Big D. Big D. We're going into Big D. We're going to a place called the Slutty Vegan. Ooh, nice. It's not a strip club. It's like a, a fast food type place. And it's all vegan food. But the greatest name ever called the Slutty Vegan. When I was down there, man, we spent a lot of time in Deep Ellum. I have no idea where that is. It's like a section of town, but it's got like it's got like breweries, like tattoo shops, barbecue joints. Okay, it's almost like Soto around here. Yeah, or like Georgetown. We're going to this place. It's called the Slutty Vegan. It's somewhere in. I don't know if it'll pull up on the website, but it's just it's banging plant based food. Yeah, all right, get it. Oh, dude, their menu's phenomenal. Because they got all these great terms and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's it's all the stuff that you want. All right. Yeah, so. 
I'll be thinking of you while I'm enjoying my slutty vegan food. All right. You're going to sweat your ass off, too. Oh, gosh, dude. Dallas it's gonna, is so hot. It's going to be bonkers. Yeah, it's going to suck. All right. Well, have fun. Yeah. Do you want the one-night stand? Do you want the chicken head? I want the don't call me in the morning. <laughs> the sloppy toppy? I would take that. The fussy hussy? Or the sneaky link? Sneak. Uh, you know what? I'll go with the one-night stand. All right. All right. We're out of here. We'll be back in a couple weeks, probably. Maybe. Who knows anymore? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see if that lines up with my vacation then. Oh, Jesus. We might as well just stop doing it. Okay. <laughs> Either way, enjoy this weekend. That's right. As Ted said, grill, swim, and enjoy. Enjoy.